This podcast brought to you by Earthlink. It's Friday, January 6, 2006. I'm Molly Wood, author of CNET's Buzz Report. And I'm Tom Merritt, author of CNET's The Real Deal. Welcome to special CES 2006 Buzz Out Loud, CNET's podcast of indeterminate length, live in front of a studio audience. I heard a woohoo, but I think it's I... here. Our studio audience is clapping. We have we, more than one listener today. We have the lovely Veronica, as always, making it happen in the booth up there. <laughs> Live and in person Hello. as well. And today we have a special correspondent who dropped by for a short visit. Sarah Elkin Hi. has been scoping out the floor for us. Sarah's a college student, and so she has a totally different perspective on the gadgets that are cool on the floor of CES. So, Sarah, what have you seen? I've seen so many cool things since I've been here, actually. But one of the, the products that impressed me the most is the Sharp Simultaneous Full Screen Display. And it works in such a way, it's a plasma screen television, and works in such a way, it's a person looking at it from one angle... Oh, we lost Sarah. Okay, keep going. Keep going. Well, a person looking at it from another angle sees something entirely different. They've already started installing this screen in um, a couple different um, car, cars in Japan, and they hope to, to start putting it into cars in America. But anyways, it works perfectly in a car because the driver can look at the screen, and they can see directions or a map, while the passenger can be looking at the exact same screen and be watching a DVD or a television or even playing a video game. And this is something that would be... Ideal for me because I'm a little bit directionally challenged and I always have my MapQuest sheet and, you know, I'm, it falls in the, at the bottom of the car and I'm, you know, narrowly avoiding several fatal accidents. So this would be a great product so for myself. So it sounds like you this also should... This is actually a benefit to the world. Yeah, you should not go talk while driving. The world would be a much safer place. Your passengers need entertainment via the DVD. I yeah. think that's awesome. It's like one of those holographic stickers where you walk by and you see something... It's really cool. They also sort of packaged it so that people in airports, they could use it in airports so that arriving passengers can look at one side of the screen and see arrivals and departing passengers can look at the side of the screen and see departures. Excellent. What's um, next? Well, I also took a look at the Sony Reader, which is, um, the, way, the way it works is you get, uh, you pay for a subscription and you go online to their website and you just type in your, your password and you have access to 10,000 different books that you can then download onto the Sony Reader, which is pretty thin. It's, it's probably like half an inch wide. Um, it's about, about this long. And what I liked about it was the fact that um, I was studying abroad in, in France last semester, and my friends and I like to go away on the weekends. And so I always wanted to travel light, but I also wanted to have a book with me. And a lot of books are, you know, they take up, especially particularly hardbacks, take up so much space in your suitcase. And this was something that I thought would be really neat for um, people who are traveling because it's so thin and takes up so little space. And one of the problems cool. with e-books in the past has been the screen was bright and it would wear on your eyes. What was the screen like with this one? Um, it, didn't, it didn't look as though it would wear on your eyes at all. Was it like a grayscale? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Plus much. it's a decent size. Like most e-book readers have been in PDAs, which it's just not, I mean, you can convince me to watch a video on an iPod, but I'm not going to read a book on one. There's just no way. Yeah, it was large enough so that you would get a full page's worth of text onto, onto one screen. And a lot of publishers have um, contracts with Sony, so as I said, 10,000 books can be downloaded onto that particular product. Cool. The DRM scheme remains to be seen. Thank you very much, Sarah. Um, we Thank only have a half guys. an hour for our podcast, but I know you've seen about a million things, so oh hopefully gosh, we can get yeah. you to post in really our forum here. later on. We'll tell you all about that um, to let people know what else you've seen. Okay, great. Cool. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Thanks, Sarah. Bye. Thanks for coming along.
I have also finally gotten away from the stage. If you guys have been here earlier today, you only saw Tom doing his thing. Yeah, which is why my voice sounds so weird. A bunch of the people <laughs> listening to the podcast were complaining. They're like, that's not Tom. And, that's not um, Tom. That's not. You uh, sound even worse yeah. today, actually. I thought I worse, actually. Thank you. That's awfully nice. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I heard you talking earlier when I was sitting backstage and I was like, who is that guy doing trivia? They even said Veronica sounds different. You're the only one who sounds normal. Me? Do you sound different? I don't think I sound different. Everyone no, says I think she you sound looks the same. like she sounds. But Podcast a... listeners are shaking Apparently their heads. It must be the stick mic. Okay, so here's what I saw. I went out and saw, went to the Dell booth um, and shot the Dell XPS 600 Renegade, which is one of our CES finalists, best of CES finalists. Dude, you should see this thing. So it's a laptop? It's custom. No, it's a PC. Oh, it's a It's desktop. a completely okay. tricked out gaming PC. It's overclocked. And it's overclocked by Dell, so it's actually a warranted overclocking, 4.2 gigahertz. Interesting. Yeah, okay. custom painted I'd rather with do my own. flames. You, like, it looks like a motorcycle. You should see the paint. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw one of the pictures of it. Yeah, Ooh, flames. Um, I also, and it has quad SLI, four graphics cards. Four. That ought to be enough. I think so. Yeah. To me, now, okay, when I looked at it, I thought that I would put my hand on the side of it and burn myself because it would run so hot. But they said it's not liquid-cooled or anything. They swear it's just like regular cooling. Like fan cooling? Yeah, like fan cooling. They just have regular blowers. That's what they uh-huh. said. Uh-huh. Did you get to open it up? I didn't get to open you it up. You should have made them open it up. I know. Will you show me the blowers? Because I think there's I liquid in there. I think there's antifreeze in there. So I don't know. We'll see about that. And, of course, they have the 30-inch widescreen monitor. Now, you know, we just bought the Dell 24-inch monitor at home. My husband did. And now he's bummed. Yeah. And it was large. I liked it. Well, I saw a, uh, a robot this morning. <laughs> Man. You always get the cool stuff. I got to play with the scuba. It's from iRobot. <gasps> the the new Roomba. Roomba. Yeah. So they even they brought in a floor. And then uh, we poured orange juice and Pepsi and let it dry. And then we put the thing down and it cleaned it up. Great. Really? Yeah. The algorithm is same as the current generation of Roomba. Yeah. So it still does its, you know, pathfinding, circular, circular thing. Because I've always heard that Roomba is not, like, the, the sucking power is not as great. Well, this is this not one is, is actually, I, I, should, I should have made this clear. This one is for cleaning the floors in, like, a bathroom or a kitchen. So it actually has oh, some... Okay. Uh, some, some cleaning fluid in it uh, from Clorox that it sprays out. But it's so cool because it... Oh, oh, oh! This is the one that's the mop and yeah, the Yeah, 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 yeah. It sweeps Sprint. away the dirt, right? Yeah. It sucks it up. Then it squirts out the fluid. Then at 1,400 RPMs, it just scrubs away at your floor Dude, and then it I sucks it back up again. How much is it? $399. Huh. That's a lot. I know, but it, I don't think know, I'm going to be getting that right away. It, it, well, we didn't road test it in a real kitchen, but on an unobstructed you know, square floor, it, it worked really well. It sucked everything up well. Yeah, well, unobstructed is the key. Yeah, yeah. It, uh-huh. It's still, you know, it's, it's got its issues getting around furniture here and there. But, it, but uh, you know, I, Pretty cool. I use one for the vacuum at home, and it's the first generation, so sometimes it gets stuck in a corner and doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Huh? But this one apparently doesn't because it has a newer al- algorithm. I do want a mop and a vacuum on one that's awesome. Okay, enough products. We keep talking about what we've seen at CES. Now we're because going to talk about the fabulous rumors at CES. My gosh, it's been weeks <laughs> since we talked about Google. Oh, also later I'm going to want to talk about all the celebrities at CES. Have you been hearing about this? Snoop Dogg was here. I Spears came by the CNET oh, really? party or something. Huh. And Snoop was here yesterday. Yeah. And Pharrell. Yeah. And then Jeremy Piven, I guess, was in the Yahoo And Yahoo-10. Veronica. Who's gaping? And Veronica. I haven't seen one famous person. I know. If maybe we could ever leave the stage, I could have seen Snoop yesterday. I saw Brian Cooley. Bosses. Depends on your definition of famous person. No two bosses. uh, I want to see Snoop. (laughs) (laughs) I did get to meet Fatality, though. That was kind of cool. 
Yeah. The one gamer in the world. But the real rumors are around Google's announcement, which probably will have happened by the time people listen to the podcast. Yes. They're expected to announce a video downloading deal with CBS and the NBA. Oh, yeah. See, and this is exactly what you predicted yesterday when I said that I might want to get the creative Zen vision and there wouldn't be any video content available. Look at you. And Making it happen. Well, there's or also Google. there was an announcement from Fox, and the Fox announcement's even cooler because, as far as I can tell, the Google announcement will be you can download, you can buy the stuff from Google, but you have to play it in the Google Player. Whereas the Fox announcement, if I can find it, uh, I think they're going to make their shows available on DirecTV, and then you'll oh, be really? able to watch them before they air if you're willing to pay more for them. So it'd be three dollars to watch a Fox episode of a show before it airs, and then ninety-nine cents after it airs. Are there any good shows on Fox that I want to watch before they air? The Family Guy, Simpsons. No. I know I'm supposed to watch that Simpsons. House. I would probably pay a lot to House. watch the Simpsons before it airs. House. Yeah. I have watched House periodically. It's pretty good. Um, and then you were saying that a software pack, a software bundle. It says on Boing Boing, a software bundle that looks, walks, and quacks a lot like the beginnings of a web OS. Could my prediction for 2006 come true in the first month? You're talking about your thin client prediction? Yes. Where I predicted that they would essentially introduce basically an op- not an operating system, but a web operating environment, kind of a thin client OS, basically. It was what I was hoping for in 1996 with Netscape Constellation. You weren't we all. <laughs> I think there may be one other person knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> it is not me. Yeah. No. But yeah, so you would have like a Google-based online operating system. Would it use Ajax probably, yeah. something oh, like yeah. that. And then uh, you'd be able to do all your work online and you would just buy the little Google Cube or whatever. And right. Then and that's the other rumor, right, is that they may introduce some really low-priced PC. Right. The and Google now, Cube. People didn't expect them to that. That seems a lot now, less likely to me. You know, every time we say that, though, we said it about IM, and we, we, you know, we said it about video, and then they went and did it. Yeah, but come on, Google. Like, the, it's a pretty huge departure to even contemplate them then moving into hardware. You know, I actually, Robert Crinsley has a pretty good column today about how he doesn't think that's going to happen, and he thinks that what Google's going to move into and maybe announce today is um, IPTV advertising. Where they well, they're going to do that too. But where they are the ones that literally deliver you every single commercial on TV, and it's all of the commercials they're, that yeah, I saw that are completely well. relevant to what you want to see. Oh, they're going to do it all. There's <laughs> even a, uh, a and the computer. Bring it on. The Google liquid dishwashing liquid. No, Google water. That's what it was. Somebody sent Google a picture of that. That was an April Fool's joke. Yeah. Google what? That was a last year April Fool's joke. The Google, Google water, water was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but so they somebody are. has a no, bottle. No, I swear of it. I had some today. It's bottled really? in no, Syria, <laughs> and they have the Google logo on it. Like someone totally must have just illegally. made it to be funny. I bet. But um, there are also a, a couple Motorola phones are coming out with uh, Google integrated within them as like, oh, a yeah. search feature. So that's ah. pretty cool. It's in everything. Yep. It's in <laughs> you. Google. It's in you. Google inside. All right. When Dude. we come back, we're going to talk about the Blu-ray spec and the new TiVo. And we'll talk about the new TiVo, yes, don't worry, and a bunch of other stuff. Stay with us. Do you believe anything is possible? At Earthlink, we do. We believe the same company that delivers your lightning-fast DSL connection can deliver your home phone service and wireless service, too. One company for all your communication needs. Visit earthlink.net and start believing today. Earthlink, we revolve around you. As with yesterday, if you are live in our studio audience, you have the benefit of not having to hear the ad, the 15-second ad, which is not at all annoying. But lucky you, you don't get to hear it. Okay, new TiVo, new, t- new TiVo. Oh, you don't want to do the Blu-ray disc announcement first? <laughs> no. Because it's real quick. Hey, right. they announced the spec for Blu-ray. Oh, hey. There you go. Okay. Um, if you were at our next big thing session yesterday, you may have gotten the impression that we 
are kind of over it. <laughs> We're kind of over Next Generation DVD. It seems like people, they, I don't know. It's a hard sell, and we think it's going to be all storage-based. We've well, said this a bunch, a yeah, bunch, Yeah, and bunch. one of the reasons it's a hard sell is because of things like TiVo Series 3. So nice the segue. TiVo Series 3 box is digital cable ready. It has two tuners. It can use cable card for the digital cable, two USB ports, Ethernet port. Uh, so you can actually... Plug it in. from. You can get it from your cable company or you can use it with a cable card from your cable company. It's high definition and two tuners. Everything everybody's always wanted. Yes. And it's Series 3. So Finally. So probably has all the networking capabilities of Series 2. Do you know how much? I am looking. I have not how seen How much that. is the key to this entire so, equation? So, so yes. now should I get one? Is it okay now to buy one? To get yeah. a TiVo? Yeah. yeah, you can go ahead and get Safe one now. Safe to say? You can get that one. Okay. <laughs> two yeah, tuner HP. Wait, wait I have much to wait till done. after Macworld, though. <laughs> Poor Veronica has been waiting and waiting and waiting, waiting, and, waiting. and waiting to buy a TV. It sounds like nothing has been announced yet on the price. But here's the deal. I don't know what the storage options are, but if it's HD, it's got to be hundreds of gigabytes. Yeah. So theoretically, you just download movies in high definition onto your TiVo. You use TiVo to go to put it on a TiVo to go device. And what do you need Blu-ray Exactly. For? Why do, do you, you need, need high HD definition DVD, DVD? And I'm not saying and you download those over pay-per-view. You know, you have IPTV options that let you get that HDTV content. The point is that I, what we've said over and over on the podcast is... That DVD is not the movie format of the future. And so, I don't know. We'll see. So, Blu-ray spec. Anyway. Quite possible. <laughs> this is the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. And there's a new Windows Media Player coming out. Uh, version 11. In fact, I think, didn't it get nominated for uh, one of the best CES awards? It did. Possibly. I think it did. I believe it did. did. It yeah. Veronica's confirmed that. There are just so many. What's this about AT&T entering the TV market? Uh, yeah, they, uh, they announced that in Texas they will be doing some IPTV. They'll actually be rolling it out. Remember last year's oh, keynote address, yeah. CES 2005, Bill Gates talked about IPTV a bunch with SBC, right. which is now at Which is now AT&T. And so at has said... At this year's CES, yeah. they finally managed to roll it out. They said they're rolling it out in limited markets. I have to admit that demo was the coolest part of Bill Gates' keynote last year until it broke. But IPTV does look pretty promising. And I wouldn't even mind getting a bunch of Google ads if they were indeed specifically targeted to me. Now, I want to get back. You skipped past my Windows Media Player thing, but I want to point out that oh. Jasmine France, Sorry. who loves her Mac, yeah. in her blog posting about Windows Media Player 11, said that the Windows Media Player 11 is enough to tempt her to switch back to Windows. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. But Jasmine also doesn't like the iPod. She loves iTunes and she loves her Mac, but she doesn't like but the iPod. So you're, so she's so you're saying she's not a true a Mac person. She's a switcher backer. I have a feeling. A switcher backer. <gasps> the dreaded switcher backer. She likes the look and feel. <laughs> She's being wooed right. by the look and feel of Windows Media 11. I'll have to have a little chat with her later. Versus the look and feel of iTunes. Mm. Although it would be nice to have a Windows-based solution that didn't just crash all the time and use up all my memory. Like, I can't even run iTunes and Outlook at the same time. You can't? No. Not even on that? Uh, sometimes. Not for very long, though. Really? Because I used to have that machine. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe it hates me. <laughs> I'm not making it up, though. It's totally true. Maybe it's they're all both, They're both memory hogs. Okay, so I did see... I want to go back because I did see another cool thing, oh, actually, yeah. oh, speaking yeah. of TV. Because I guess this year it's just all about TV all the time. Yeah, pretty much. Um, HP Advanced Digital Me- Media Series is going to... So they're HDTVs, but they're wired and wireless, so you hook them up to the internet or whatever. And they're not media center. So they are based... So yesterday we talked about the digital media hub in the CES Next... Or the CNET Next Big Thing session. Um... And everybody was like, well, I don't know what the solution's going to be in Media Center. Well, so these TVs are basically the Media Center hub. 
Okay, like so these are the ones the with the integrated hard drive that we were talking about, right? They don't have an integrated hard drive. Oh, they I don't. don't. Think. No. Oh, how do they work then? They are. Um, you can. They connect to the internet. They connect to um, network attached storage, and they connect to computers. So they connect to media center, connect to Windows XP, and they connect to the internet like through the TV interface. Okay. So then you can. So like they own Snapfish now, so you could download a photo slideshow on the TV and just start playing it. Well, like where no does it computer interface. To? Yeah, then uh, that one, I guess, I don't know. It's Maybe it does have some have a hard drive. kind of internal storage, even if it's not a lot. Okay, good point. Enough for cache memory. And it does um, HD digital video streaming over 802.11a, uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. That's weird. Yeah, That's not I don't such know. a good choice. It sounded kind of neat. But to me, the point was, like, if you're going to have a home entertainment hub and you don't know what the device is, it makes a lot of sense to me that the device, instead of being a computer, should be the TV. Well, I, I think now that Wi-Fi has kind of become widely accepted and so many people have it that you can start doing things like this, making yeah. other devices just have Wi-Fi built in so they, they play with the network. Yeah, so wirelessly network your TV instead of like trying to shoehorn a computer into right, your Right, and run some kind of source to it or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Also, I've been thinking a lot more about that DVR built into the TV thing. I'm not feeling it. You don't like it? No. I think it's like those um, v- the, the VHS TVs, like the TVs that were also a VCR. Right. What if a DVR becomes obsolete technology? I'm not sure. saying it will, but what if the network attached storage driver places it? That's a good analogy because I, I was thinking, well, you always want a tuner in your television. Why wouldn't you want a DVR? But it's the same. It's more similar to the VHS. Yeah. So that's the end of that. I've written that right. off too. We should update. Our, our, we talked about the Coldplay CD uh, debacle where someone was uh, posting a picture of a warning that came with a Coldplay CD they bought, which said that you could not copy it to your hard drive. You couldn't put it anywhere. It wouldn't play in hardly anything except a regular CD player. Uh, Boing Boing has a posting that followed up on that, and they said that this is only on CDs released in Europe, Middle East, and Africa regions, according to them, oh, and it's okay. Macrovision DRM. It's, it's oh, our okay. old familiar friend. So it's basically not as bad as we said it was yesterday. No, no, not okay. That's what the podcast is all about. Taking back what we said the day before. All right, we got a couple of uh, yeah, I know. Well, things are ever fluid. We got a, we got a few emails here. It just seemed all too possible. I'm sorry to say. DGR wrote in and he said that last month he thought he heard us say something about video versions of this podcast from CES. Now we're still working on our regular video podcast version of Buzz Out Loud, right. but we are shooting these in video. And we talked to Mark Larkin, and what did Mark say? He said we'll be probably posting them next week after all the the big. Uh, Best of CES finals and whatnot. Okay, so the video versions of this podcast will be on online in the video hub, right? Right. In the regular, they won't be as podcasts. So, so that's the the answer to that question. Yes, DGR. and of course, the Buzz Report video is available as a video podcast, which Always. is different. Oh yeah, you, you know, the one I'm not in. Right? The one you're not yeah. in. Yeah, sorry, that's just me. Uh, My but, thing, you can download anytime you want. Another guy wrote in and said that uh, Molly made an error in her report about the Creative Zen Vision M. Oh. Being cheaper than the iPod, you said it was three hundred twenty-nine dollars for the Zen M thirty gigabyte. He said the thirty gigabyte Apple iPad sells for two ninety-nine. Veronica, is that? I'm pretty sure that's accurate. I think okay. no, that is accurate. And yesterday I said I think it might be two ninety-nine. So then what's he I was like, about? I think it's cheaper. And then I was like, no, I think it's two ninety-nine. He needs to listen really closer. Yeah, well, I need to pay better attention to prices too. <laughs> okay. And then we got uh, another one from Kevin. Uh, and he was the one actually saying that Molly sounded normal and, and Veronica and I sounded weird. Huh. But with me, it's just my voice is, is failing and Veronica's just got a different uh, yeah. She's just way over there. That's why she sounds different. <laughs> Usually she's only two feet away from us. 
I have one more scary story about cell phone records. Really? If we want to get to it. Yeah, apparently right. somebody is selling cell phone records online. What do you mean cell phone records? So the records of everyone you've ever called on your cell phone and what the numbers are and what? when. What? How would like they get the that? Oh, that's that not get. good. Yeah, this is a, a Slashdot posting I don't uh, care. from today. I haven't called anybody illegal. The Chicago Sun-Times is reporting that your phone records are for sale online. Chicago Police Department is actually warning officers that their cell phone records are available to anyone for a price. Dozens of services sell the list of cell phone calls. What? How do they get a list of cell phone calls? One of these sites is selling cell phone records for $110 a month. No court order needed. No credentials required. This would really be bad for undercover And they have the money. That is creepy. Yeah. That's super creepy. That's just one example of how that would be bad. But how you've you've hit the nail on the head. How do they get them in the first place? No. Yeah. That's what I want to know. How do they get them? Do they buy them from cops? I know that like cops and the FBI and stuff can do that. I think. Could be from the phone companies, like because I know cops can go to the phone companies too. Maybe they misrepresent themselves. I mean, I don't really know because I only see that happen on TV. So it's possible it's not allowed in real life. Yeah. That's that's all my knowledge from Law and Order. That's about it. Exactly. Uh, but it sounds kind of scary anyway. One last interesting announcement. Uh, open Office announced a portable version that would go on a thumb drive oh. of Open Office. But it's such a big... I mean, I've been using it for a while time. It's such a big, bloated... I know. Uh, machine. I mean, it's great if you can't pay for Office. It will do the job. I'd be pretty afraid to have that running it off on my PDA. Drive. Oh, speaking of portable stuff, it. I heard that Yahoo's announcements today at the keynote, which I'll have to do a little more research into, involved uh, more portable versions of Yahoo. So they... Okay. Now yeah. you can, and now you can well, have it everywhere. They've got a video deal as well. And a video so that, deal as well. That'll be part of that, I'm sure. Yes. Yahoo all over. That's all we've got for today. We will be back tomorrow at yeah. noon. Yeah, that's we right. Because we cheated o'clock. everyone yes. by being off for so long. We'll have a special Saturday edition of the podcast. Exactly. And yeah. since we cheated you all by telling you come here at 1 o'clock and actually recording at noon, tomorrow we are recording at noon. Right here at the CNET we stage. We won't let them change it. Special Saturday podcast. Hope you'll come by then. Of course, we have Buzz Out Loud t-shirts for our most voracious fans. And we'll and see you. Uh, well, email address, yeah. buzz at CNET.com. And yeah. you can also call us, 800-616-CNET. We won't play the calls until after next week. And uh, you can always find our forums at forums.cnet.com. Thanks, folks. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.